Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is March 9th. The time is about... 3 30, uh, 4.30 p.m. Radio NPC is conducting conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, we need to know your name and we need to have your camera on and let our team know you're a newcomer. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, uh, hi, Rahul Garu. Uh, good evening to you. Uh, Rahul Garu, uh, this is Dharmendra Gohil, actually, and uh, I'm planning to travel uh, from US to India. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I, my uh, passport visa is expired, and I have valid I-797. And mm-hmm. I'm traveling via Frankfurt. So do I need to have a transit visa for a Frankfurt? No idea about that, though. I know for sure the Middle Eastern people don't care, mm-hmm. but I don't know much about you. have to check with the airline people though. Uh, actually, I'm getting a mixed uh, answer from airlines. Uh, I, as, as I said, I'm just a U.S. immigration lawyer, okay. not okay. German immigration lawyer. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank, yeah, you. thank you. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Sri? Uh, hi, Rahul. Hello. Rahul? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, my question is, um, uh, I have a H-1B till December 31st of this year, mm-hmm. uh, and I go, I'm planning to use EB-3 EAD, okay, mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. current employer. Uh, oh, so basically, I got a, uh, another full-time job. So my uh, current employer holds the H-1 and the uh, green card EAD. application. Yeah, mm-hmm. application. So I'm just giving my EB3 AD to take a full-time job. Okay. Mm-hmm. So is your I EB3 yeah. I140 approved? 140 approved and July 2014 date. Okay. So my question is, if at all, since I said July 2014, if at all I have to do refile refiling at a later point, since you are always pointing out that refiling is doing better now, at a later point. So what will be my options before December and after December? So before December, if I want to refile, uh, my employer, so I'll be on a EAD status, right? Because I'm using- no, You cannot refile. You cannot refile before December. Once you use the EAD, you have to get back onto H1B. Yeah. Get back onto H1B. How can I get back? I mean, I still have the 797 with the same employer. Would you be working with the same employer before December 31st? Yeah. I, I'm planning to do both the jobs, basically. Oh, if you're planning to do both the jobs, you can always go to Mexico and come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got before before thirty first. What happens after thirty first? After thirty first, you cannot. So should I have to? Uh, uh, I cannot file an extension also since I use the EAD, right? That's right. 
even though I'm doing two jobs. That's right. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Next person, please. Mama, sir. Hello, Rahul. Um, so my question is, uh, so my husband filed uh, for e, uh, EAD, the downgrade process in 2020. We received EAD AP. Uh, so both of us are planning to use EAD. Is uh, the I-140 approved for EB3? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, so, so if I'm using my EAD and if he goes back to H1, what will happen? Uh, what will be my status? Be should I go back? Can I use my EAD or should I apply for H4? Uh, no, he can be an H1B and you can be an adjustment of status. So, I, we, so both of us will be separate? No, it, you both still wife and husband. Yeah, he can be an H1B, you can be an adjustment of status. So I can continue ex uh, applying for extension for my EAD and he can apply, continue on H1. Absolutely, you can. Okay. That's what I did when my wife was an H1B, I was an H4, and then I used <laughs> the EAD, okay? Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Hi, Rahul. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, yes, sir, go ahead. Uh, I have a question. Uh, I have filed my um, 485 on October 2020. Um, it's a downgrade. Uh, the PD is uh, on May, <coughs> May 21st, 2014. I-140 is approved. I received my EAD as well as AP also. So I, as, while I'm filing, I did for only for my wife, not for my son, because uh, when the filing date is closed when he come, uh, he's in India during the time frame. Uh, so after he came here, uh, the filing date is closed. It never been current. So um, I would like to check the options for him. What are the uh, options? How, how, how old is your son? Uh, he's in uh, uh, 15, 15 completed, 16 running. Yeah, you have to you you have to maintain the legal status though. You are the main applicant, is right? Yes. You have to maintain the legal status. He has to maintain the H four status until the priority date becomes correct. Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, the question is here. I got a full time offer, so um, do uh, I got a uh, hundred percent hike? So I just want to check: uh, is it a right time to move or? Uh, no, it may not be right time to move because if you move, if the EB2 moves forward, how are you going to, if you want to lock your kid, what are you going to do? Do you see my point? Yes, but uh, I'm just seeing most of the people are uh, um, uh, refiling to EB, EB3 to EB2, am I right? Uh, so might, uh, in a you cannot take it, you cannot take a guess though. Hmm. You cannot take a guess though. So, if you want to evaluate all the options, it may be worth for you to have a consultation. But at this point of time, initially, I will conclude that you should not move because of your 15, 16-year-old kid. Because if the priority date doesn't become current right now, uh, if, if you don't get to the priority date, final action date current by October of 2022, though, it may take a long time for you to get the green card. Okay. So, so if you lose that October 2022, you may have to sit down there for a long period of time. So if you move to the new company, you lose the EB2 opportunity. 
And they're saying they can file uh, uh, once they join in the company. They cannot get the I-140 approved by by the time the priority date is current. We cannot tell that though. So it's a big gamble. If you want to, you can have a consultation. By the way, why do you have marathon there? Does your son run marathon? Yes. Oh, really? How many marathons he ran? He ran uh, three marathons. It's 26 mile marathons? Yes. Nice. 15-year-old kid or is it a different kid? 15-year-old kid. Wow, wow. That's amazing. I ran 20 though. Uh, good, good to know that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Next person, please. Shashi. Hi, Rahul. 15-year-old running marathon. That's good. Hello, sir. Go uh, ahead. Uh, hello, Rahul. Thank you so much for your uh, sessions. Sure. Uh, I'm trying to change a job and uh, the for the new H1B transfer... Uh, uh, the attorney received uh, electronic email approval from UECS uh, three weeks back, but uh, not yet received the physical uh, uh, approval Copies. notice. Mm -hmm. So, is it the right time? Can we? Can I change? They're saying it's okay to change. Yeah, it's okay to change. I don't so see any problem with it. We don't have any surprise, right? Okay. No. And the second question is uh, when I checked uh, their LCA. In the LCA, they put the SOC code as uh, fifteen one one double three. 1133. Uh, and uh, when I saw the H1B uh, receipt notice and the electronic approval email, the OCC code is a 030. It's H1B is approved. You don't have to look into all those things now. Uh, it's not a, nothing. Uh, nothing doesn't matter. Go. Doesn't matter. Okay. And and even my my uh, my old uh, my my current uh, H1B SOC code is also a little different. That is. 1132, but with the employers and the jobs, that will change, I understand, right? That, that shouldn't be a problem. Not a problem. Not a problem. But the difference between LCA and H1B is not a problem at all. No. Your H1B is approved. You can ignore everything else. But what is this 030? I never heard of it before. I mean... I don't know what you're speaking. I don't remember those numbers. Okay. I'm just nodding my head. Okay. Okay. I can't okay. remember the numbers. So that's one problem I have. Okay. But it doesn't but, matter. Your H1B is approved right now. Okay, so it is safe to change. Yeah, safe to and change. even the wage levels also they are different from each employer. It's not a problem, right? H one B is approved. That's all. <laughs> Next, yeah. Okay. Even Thank even you. if they are different, though, it won't matter. But these questions should be asked before the H one B is approved. Though it's approved right now, so it's immaterial right now. Okay. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Next person. Nitin. Nitin, you need to unmute yourself. Nitin, I can't hear you. Mansoor? Thanks for taking the call, Rahul Mansoor. I, I have an EB3 approved uh, with the combo card. My priority date is um, March 2014. I also have an EB2 regular and an EB2 national interest waiver for the physician wait, 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 serving wait. in. You filed 485 EB3 with March 2014. Is that what you said to me? Yes, sir. And I have a combo okay. card. And uh, okay. I also have a regular EB2 with the same employer. And I also have a regular EB, I have an EB2 national interest yes, waiver. For, with the same, for same priority date, of course. Yes, sir. I have all and, I-140. And is your underlying I-140 approved? Yeah, yes, sir. All three I-140s are approved. Okay, go ahead. So my, my question is, I think the first part of the question you answered, if I start using EB3, if I have to go to EB2, either one, I cannot uh, refile, right? I have to do uh, interfile. You can do interfile, but not refile, yes. 
Yes, sir. So in case, um, you know, if, if you are in my shoes, the EB2 national interest waiver is better or EB2 regular better? If, EB2, EB2 regular is better. EB2 regular is better. If you're interfiling though, EB2 is better. Okay. EB2, EB2 regular is better. If you are refiling though, EB2 national interest is better. The reason, even if you stay with the simpler. Even you stay with the same employer. The reason is that if you do interfiling, it's better that both the jobs should agree with each other, okay? It's easier to agree because it's the same labor certification. Yes, sir. And if you're refiling though, you don't want to, if you don't want to stick with 180 days, it's easier with the national interest waiver with the 180 day rule. You know that you don't have 180 day rule, is right? Yes, sir, I do, thank okay. you. Okay, okay, next person. I appreciate it, thank you. Nitin? We can't hear you, Nitin. Kishore. Sorry, we can't Kishore? Hello, Rahul Garu. Thank you for taking this call. Um, yesterday, you answered my question uh, in the YouTube live. My wife is doing master's in petition assistance. Uh, uh, I, I asked you to say, I mean, to uh, for the expert request for her H4 and H4 EAD. Mm -hmm. um, my H4, uh, I mean, H4, uh, sorry, my H1B, H4 and H4 EAD, all three um, were filed at the same time in November 2021. Mm -hmm. um, but H4, H4 EAD were not approved yet. I mean, mine got, uh, mine was in premium processing. It was approved from, from then it, H4 and we H4 know the story. We there. know the story. It's right. common. Right. Okay. <laughs> now, now the situation is, uh, for filing the expert request, when I reached out to my employer, uh, they were saying they cannot do that because it's not employment, employment related request. And even lawyer was saying they cannot do it. So is there any way that, uh, your firm can help me in this scenario? She filed the extension. What did she file though? Yeah, extension, uh, H4 and H4 EAD extensions. But her EAD expired already? No, EAD is expiring uh, on April 15th. The... Okay. Yeah. So um, her, H4 her, is also her H4 is also expiring on April 15th. That is correct. Um, situation here is uh, she needs to ha uh, have her EAD available uh, to work um, in her second year, which starts in August actually. August. August, but by by next month fifteenth it is uh, expiring. So can we? Uh, can you? Why don't you do one thing? Why don't you? Why don't you do the margaritas magic? So the problem is again once uh, now it is in pending status from last four months. Again she will come back to uh, come back and apply for uh, EAD and it may take more than six months. No, no, she doesn't have to apply EAD. She already applied for the extension. She goes and comes back. Her I-94 okay. will be extended until your I-94. Right. She can work until six months, which is going to be October. Right. In the meantime, you can start working on the expedited process. So won't that EAD, uh, whatever we already applied, will, won't be voided? No. She filed for H-4 extensions, right? H-4 extension and H-4 EAD, both at the same time. Yes, it won't be voided. It is still valid. Okay, so go out of the country, go to Mexico, come back and on uh, my H1B approval and then uh, request for expiratory because he's right. right, because right now, if they expedite, we don't know how long they're going to take. I know she has to work in August. Why leave the job from April also? I mean, she can continue working in April. You go to Mexico, there'll be easy option to come back and then you try the other method. 
okay uh, during this waiting period like she is also going to hospitals for observations like emergency surgery you, you have the ead she can flip a burger in mcdonald she can be a microsoft ceo she can sit at home whatever she wants to do she can do okay uh, okay okay thank you thank you sir this is a better way for you next person please madam yeah hi rahul <clears throat> thanks for receiving my call um, my scenario is similar to the previous caller but except uh, my wife i applied uh, 485 in october 2020 and uh, uh, i140 is approved still waiting for ead and ap so meantime at that time she my wife was on h4 ead so it was expiring then she had left uh, left over 6 months on her h previous h1 so she moved on to h1 so now h1 is uh, expiring in april so can i apply h4 and h4 ead now with my employer and let her go to mexico and come on my h1b i94 no if so okay that's no. that doesn't work with uh, h4 that doesn't H1. work because she has only she must have the valid i94 of h4 okay and she her when she moved from h4 to h1 her h4 expired is right 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 now she cannot use that system what i told for the other guy okay 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 uh, Yeah, thank you. That's all. Okay. Lucky. Hi Rahul sir, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I have two questions, sir. Uh, first mm-hmm. one, uh, my mother-in-law came back in uh, Jan 2020, and right when during March uh, the COVID came, uh, and uh, because of uh, travel restrictions and stuff, we extended our stay. Uh, mm-hmm. We filed an online I five I five thirty nine. I know then, how you file it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. And then uh, in December she left. Like we we asked for a period of six months, but then uh, even before the six month period ended, uh, she left. Now uh, after which we got the denial notice. Now the question is, uh, is she okay to come back now? Because I was uh, no uh, no. Hearing- we want her to go back to. We want her to go back to the stamping. Get the okay. stamping and come back. In there, they ask the question: Have you violated the status? You will answer yes to that question. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, did she actually violate the stay? Yes, technically under the law, she did because she got the denial. Uh, okay, got it. So it's better to go to stamping then. Yes. Okay. Uh, moving on to my second question, sir. Uh, so if I I uh, just like others, I downgraded from EB two to EB three. My priority date is in June two thousand fourteen. Uh, I also have an EAD. I mean, I applied for extension, and then I just got the EAD, not the I one thirty one right now. I mean, the uh, advanced parole. Uh, leaving that aside, uh, if I change my employer now and take a full time, right and Uh, still go to the new employer and work based on H one and not use my EAD. Let's say in future, if I want to go back to EB two, meaning let's say the dates move in EB two, what are my options there? Meaning uh, not the for new EB three, but for EB two. The new your new employer has to file a form I one forty, and once that is approved, you can go to EB two. Got it. Understood, sir. Thank you. Thanks for taking my call again. Shravan. Next person. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, hi Rahul Garu, my name is Shravan. Um, yes. So I have one forty approved with my previous employer, and my date of filing is now current. But my new employer, uh, they they have recently filed the PWD in January last month, and uh, the H one is valid until May twenty twenty three. 
So my mm-hmm. question is, is uh, since the data filing is current since November uh, 20 to file for uh, 485 and uh, they have to do all the perm and everything, right? I don't have 140 approved with the new employer. So what are my options here with the same job title? No, there is, nothing, there, is not, there is nothing like you have to do everything within one year. That is with the existing okay. same company that has the approval of I-140, you have, to, you have to apply within one year, not with the new company. So they were saying like, uh, I would not be able to uh, get H-1B extensions because... I you will get the H-1B extensions but only for one year. Out the one year. You will only get the okay. one year extension. And the second, okay. And the second question is, um, due to the organization changes, uh, they might change the job title from platform manager to platform architect. So in that case, would they have to redo everything like H1B amendment, PW? Um, it depends on the process? lawyer though. It depends on the lawyer though. If I were the lawyer for you, I will not redo it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So yeah, they, they were saying like to English and, uh, for amendment, uh, so material changes, they were asking like job change. They were not specifying can salary or uh, adding a new uh, As I said to you, it's, it's, their own, it's their own rules that they're making it up. Just like the way my wife makes rules saying that so, meat is illegal, okay? There is nothing I can argue with her. Okay, so you are saying uh, it's not required to file a new PWD. I can still use the old... But if they, if they say, as I said, what is a manager role? You're still an IT guy. That's my way. But if you keep on arguing, it's it's different, different, then I can't help. You know, if somebody comes and you did not murder, it's a self-defense. The guy says, no, I murdered him. I murdered him. If you don't cooperate, there's nothing I can do. So in your case, you're telling it's a manager, manager, I'm a manager. Then... Even I have to file again. Okay. So the, yeah, yeah, the title-wise, they are changing from manager to architect. So technically some responsibilities and everything. You're not an architect, buddy. I don't know where yeah. you guys get the titles. You're still an IT guy. In Texas, IT. though, it's criminal to call yourself an architect when you don't have a license. And I bet 100 to 1, you don't have a license for architect. You know what okay. architect is? You must have a master's degree. You have to have write a licensing exam and get it. The architects is the one that build the buildings, not what you're speaking about. That yeah, is the is real world. <laughs> yeah, you live in yeah. a well and you think that's a world. That is not. For us, architect in general means the person who builds a building. Some people are specialized in hospitals. Some people are specialized in, in, in banks and, and so on and so forth. You are not an architect, okay? So if okay. you keep on insisting that I am an architect, I am a manager, then I have to refile the entire thing and make money. No, it's not that we are doing it. The only yeah, the but, yeah. But, but I see that you are also tending towards that. Okay. Because you have to argue it's the same position. If you keep on arguing, it's similar position. If you keep on arguing, no, it's, it's different. Then what do we have to do? I mean, we can't okay. go against your wishes. We'll make money on you. Next person. Okay. Thank but you. if I were the lawyer, I will tell you to keep your mouth shut and not refile the entire thing. Okay. That's you, how sir. straight I speak when I'm a lawyer. Thank you, sir. Next person, please. Sanyasi Naidu. Yes, sir. Uh, hello, sir. Rahul, sir. Uh, good evening. 
um actually i have a one uh, recently i'm on h1 and recently my uh, contract is ended uh, i'm working on a remotely and the new position is um, my start date of the new contract position also remote in a one week so uh, do we need to add an a my h1 is approved uh, up to 2023 september is approval so do we need to add I an mean, amendment for the new position the rule requires that if you do not change the msa location you do not have to file an amendment just because you change the end client still you're an it professional you don't need an amendment but if you are like the last caller insisting it change 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 mm. then we will try to make the money okay. okay it's within the same msa the job is similar you don't have to change you don't have to file an LCA. You don't have to file an amendment. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Sir. Next person, please. Hi. So I have this question. I'm on STEM OPD and this is my final chance to apply H1B. Uh, I have a full time uh, with a company in Dallas. So they are applying for H1B. My question is, uh, can I also apply with other consultancy companies? So... It is illegal, it's criminal, so many people get into trouble. Anybody who is coming to you, approaching you mm -hmm. to file, take their names of those companies. And as soon as the quota is over, you tell them that these people don't have a job, okay? And mm -hmm. they were approached, they approached me to file for the H1B. Okay. And it's called H1B abuse. Uh, there is a uh, there is called H1B abuse and you know all these people is right yeah that that don't have job they are reducing your chances of getting the lottery okay yeah right, right? so yeah. you do that this is the article on it you send it to them and you tell it to them these guys approach just give them a hint okay, okay. give them a hint don't give your details, so you're dead about them because they're going to file it. Right, right. Okay. Just send an email to them. Just inquire it. Don't, you know, and collect all the information. You'll get 100 bits, though. Believe me, they are filing. And then you send a report to these people. And they'll okay. all go to jail. We'll get to do good things, okay? Okay, thank you. And believe me, we, we collected information about hundreds and hundreds of the people, though. They are the most probably... Will end up in a bad situation. Thank you. Next person, please. Don't file our advices. Don't file the duplicate applications. These sure. are all fraudulent people. They keep changing. They will destroy your life entirely. Next person, please. Thanks. Nathan? Hey, uh, can, you hear, can you hear me now, sir? Sorry. Finally, Nathan. There you go. <laughs> uh, so uh, basically, I filed um, um, AOS EB2 to EB3 downgrade back in October, and it went to Texas. Uh, I-140 approved or not? Yes, I-140 got approved. Uh, fingerprinting is done. Now waiting for my... Priority date? Priority date is July of uh, 2011. Uh, so, but my question is, and I, I file as a principal and my wife is dependent, uh, but I'm thinking now to um, like file through my wife's employer. What's her priority date? Same actually, July of uh, 2011. File it. File it. File okay. It. Okay, file so it. that's what I was looking for. Thank you so much. I think, yeah. yeah if I were you, I would file it. Sure. Thank you so much. Next for person, your, uh, please. 
There's one Stravia, her hand is still raised. Anybody have any questions, please raise your hand, guys, to get your chance because there's nobody else in line. Leo? Yes, Shravya? Hi. Um, so can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Uh, my question is, uh, my parents are here with me and uh, I'm planning to extend for, uh, apply for extension for stay, but their passports expire within uh, two months. Like I'm planning to, uh, they're here till May and their passports expire in July. Uh, can I apply for extension for six months or can I only- You can, you can, you can apply, apply for the, ex the passports have to be valid at the time of applying it. They don't have to be valid until the time it is expiring. You can, but we do not advise B2 extensions unless you're thinking that this is the last time that they will be coming in. The reason is that in United States, the culture is that when your parents or when your in-laws come to your city, though, they stay in the hotel. They don't stay with the people, though. And we know how your culture and my culture is, how they are. And they don't understand why they stay for more than six months visiting, though. They think they are staying here and visiting India, though. So it, and especially when they want to come back next time, when they go for the passport visa extension, they'll get into trouble. That's my advice to you. Okay. Even though, even though if, they, if it is uh, approved, even the extension to stay is approved. Even if the uh, extension is approved also, still when they go for the extension of the passport snapping, they may have a trouble. When they want to come back again with a lesser gap though, that, that can also be a trouble too. Okay. But, I, but technically speaking, I can apply for six months. Um, that's right. The... Te technically speaking, you can apply for six months. And if I, I since their validity is only for two months, can I apply just for two months or it doesn't make sense to apply for two months? I would apply six months if you're going to apply. And then you can go to the passport office and get the passport extended. Okay. And there is a question in the form itself. It says expiry date of passport. It does, that's fine. Is it okay? It's fine. Perfectly fine. Next person, please. Madhu? Yeah. Hi, everyone. So thanks for taking the call. So this is for my wife. Uh, uh, her L2 EED has or is expiring in uh, April uh, 6th. So we applied for the renewal uh, in November. So now mm -hmm. we received a new L2 EED card, which mm -hmm. is expiring even four days earlier than that. Is end of this March. So what? What about uh, what about the L2? It got extended. Uh, L2 is expiring uh, in December, December 2022. Yeah, you can file the extension of the EAD again one more time. <laughs> and then she can continue working for a six-month period after the EAD expires. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's the only option. We have yeah, to spend again. Try to, I would rather spend it. If you resend the entire thing for them to correct it, it'll take two years for them to correct it. It may be three years and then it will L2 will be expiring and there's no purpose for it. Oh, okay. I'll take okay. the last caller today, guys. Thank you. Hey, Rahul. Uh, big fan of you. Thanks. Uh, quick question. Uh, so basically, I have been approved for two years of uh, advance parole in my, in my card. I traveled to India in December and came back. Uh, after a month and uh, the port of entry guys that they provided a DA stamp with the one year uh, till December of this year. So what does that mean? So can I stay Ignore after this? Ignore it. It has no meaning whatsoever at all. 
Okay, so it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. Even so, after December of two thousand and twenty-two, you are legally staying in United States. You can ignore that date. So wh- why do they do that? So it's that in. A, uh, I have no clue why they did. That's their <laughs> habit. They do it. They have been doing it for <laughs> decades. But you can ignore okay. it. Okay, and uh, one one last question uh, on the same note. So my EB three, I, I downgraded my application, and my EB three one hundred and forty was approved. but uh, it was approved with an incorrect date uh, prior incorrect priority date so what is the priority date mine is august 2012 but it was approved for uh, june of 2015 so i changed my companies and uh, looks like they they used the perm of the of the second company and they approved and it. did you try to ch- request to correct it uh yeah i can speak with my attorney i i asked them but uh, i don't know what uh, happened but they filed the 485 they might have mentioned it in the at the time of filing the 485 also do one favor please file a uh, f foia request on all your files including the i140 and 485 okay 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 sounds good you Thanks know how to do the foia request yeah yeah i know that yeah okay sounds good thank you guys thank the you. next conference call will be tomorrow at uh, tomorrow at 11:30 thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review for more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com have an awesome day